You're listening to Crack Magazine from Top Boy Live, a day of talks and workshops supporting the next generation of British talent in film, TV, music, and beyond. I'm Kazaiwan and Kenyan, Crack's podcast host. To celebrate our issue 129 cover story and the new season two of the show on Netflix, we recorded some highlights from the day. In this panel conversation, hosted by Gina Moore-Barrett, we hear from Top Boy's key players. Little Sims, who plays Shelley. It's wicked for fans to stay on a journey with a character and see how they progress. Michael Wards, who plays Jamie. But yeah, it was just a mad journey. Literally, it was so many times where I thought it's over. Jasmine Jobson, who plays Jack. There's always going to be somebody that you're going to be able to mirror that you see on that screen. Saffron Hawking, who plays Lauren. I've always been a fan of Top Boy. I never in my life met someone who isn't. And Araloy and Ashen Remy, who plays Stefan. Bro, like, this is a big thing. So then, like, it just add me more to be part of it. Just thinking, we ain't the same. Imagine you always... Hello, hi. My name is Gina Moore Barrett. I'm your host for this panel. As you can see, I'm joined by some of the lovely cast of Top Boy. Okay, so... I'm here with, and I, let's give them a round of applause after I say the name. Not now. You lot didn't go to school. What the? Come on. All right. Let's go after I say the name. So we're here with Jasmine Jobson. Hello, guys. Hi, I'm Saffron Hawking. I'm Sims, Little Sims, Simbi, whichever you want to call me. Aaron Lawyer. And Michael Wood. Thank you very much. Very thankful to be joined by you guys and I'm very, very excited for Top Boy Season 2. Okay, so let's start with some of the questions and I'll have a bit of a conversation with them first and then there's going to be some time for questions at the end. So think of your questions. But first and foremost, Top Boy is coming back uh, not long to go. Without giving any spoilers, what can we expect from the new series and what are you most excited for people to see? Everything. Um, to be totally honest, I personally feel that we've absolutely smashed this season. But I will say that there is a lot of energy, there's a lot of tears, a lot of heartbreak, and you're going to be on the ends of, edges of your seat for a majority of the season. So, yeah. Yeah, just to, just to add to that, I think um, it's really interesting to see this season, this season, like the character arcs, where the characters are going. They're like trials, tribulations, how they deal with situations, I think, yeah, it makes for a really interesting and compelling watch. Sims, I'm glad you brought up character arcs because I wanted to ask, where do we see each of your characters going this season? She said spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 without the spoilers, obviously, don't get me fired, but like... <laughs> All right, uh, where, where do we see you in the first episode, at least? Give me that, you can give me that. But without uh, the spoilers, like, what are you saying? Without spoilers? Yeah, yeah, you can do it. I believe without... you. Yeah, you can do it. Go it... Yeah, go on, go on. Okay. Um... <clears throat> I feel like where you see my character going this season is just really just trying to rebuild what he's kind of messed up a bit. You know what I'm trying to say? It's all about that this season for him, kind of um, reconciling the relationships he's had with his brothers, um, what he's messed up on on the road, trying to sort that out. So it's just dipping in and out of all of that, really and truly. And maybe he might go to, to Spain. Is that a spoiler? That's not a spoiler, it's in the trailer. It's in the trailer. 
It is in the trailer. It is in the trailer, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. So why are you not locked back if you fell out? What's going on? I'm scared. Please, I work for Netflix. I'm scared. I'm scared. That's all it was. <laughs> all right, cool. So one of the phrases that we hear the most in this season is we ride out for family. Um, how does the importance of supporting their families affect the characters' decisions in the show? Um, I think with my character, like, he doesn't really understand why his brothers, his brothers like, do certain things. And I think as he's growing up, he's trying to understand that. And like, he starts to see the truth more and like, understand why like, Jamie does certain things. So um, For me, supporting, <laughs> supporting your family is obviously going to be a number one thing. And I mean, anybody who knows Jack knows that she's an absolute rider for her family. You know, um, to the point she actually does madnesses because her family do stupid stuff. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> Um, she, she'll literally do anything for her family and I feel that anybody will know that that is the most important thing and loyalty is everything I'd say for family um, for Jamie especially it's the driving force behind kind of everything that he does I feel like if he didn't have his brothers the decision making would be very different and I feel like in terms of a why um, a lot of the time it like when I was making decisions for certain things or finding the reason why he'd make certain decisions, it always led back to, to Steph, uh, mainly. Even though it's for his, both of his brothers, it's mainly the younger one because he doesn't want him to kind of get involved in the life that he got into. And I feel like um, in, terms of a, in terms of decision making, that's a big why. What has been the fan reaction so far? <clears throat> Obviously, season one came out and it was huge. How has it been? People are obviously very excited. What's been the fan reaction to you all so far? Well, I think Top Boy's always had, like, from, you know, when it was on Channel 4 and whatnot, it's always had such a strong fan base. I think people, you know, have been so invested in the show. And so I think when season, you know, season, season one came out, it was just like, we're back with new characters, there's new storylines, there's so much going on but there's such a um, thread between all stories and I think it's, it's wicked for like we was talking about character arts for, for fans to stay on a journey with a character and see yeah. how they progress and, and what they go through I'd say obviously the, the anticipation is very high like everywhere we go um, you know people asking when's when season two even now people still asking even though we have a release date I'm yeah. so confused but you know it is what it is but obviously the anticipation people have been waiting for what like two and a half years now so it's like you know we just want to give them what they want but at the same time we want to give them something quality as well and I'm sure we've done that with this season so I can't wait for everyone to see it and I and from the trailer dropping you can tell people are just super super excited which is exciting for us you know you want to be in stuff that you know people are going to watch um, I think for me like the fan reaction everyone's just shocked how like grown up I am now because when I they saw I was very shocked can I just say I was like whoa, whoa hold on <laughs> who's that because like, last season I was quite young so my acting was young it wasn't as experienced but I think now when they see me in the trailer everything everyone's just shocked like oh he's this that he's not the same person so yeah I think, yeah, just my age difference is the big factor, yeah. Do people come up to you like, when you're filming? Like, what is it like? <laughs> what's the reaction like in Hackney, for example? What, you're laughing. Have you got any stories? <laughs> oh, my God. 
Yeah. Um, Ashley, if he's listening, he's probably going to giggle about this. Um, there's been a couple times when we've been filming our summer house scenes and we'd be in the blocks and you've just got somebody going, Deshay! From the top of our building. And it's insane. Um, and then, yeah, obviously you get loads of kids that come out and all of that. It's lovely, though. Um, yeah, I think, well, it's out there now, so it's not a spoiler, but my character this season is pregnant. So um, I kind of had to hide away a lot of the time, like when we were filming. Um, but then I went to the shop, so I just, I just needed to get a drink. And then obviously someone came up to me and they were like, oh, are you pregnant as you or are you pregnant as your character? So I didn't know what to say. So I was like, um, as me? So then they messaged me on like Instagram. I was like, just want to say congratulations on the baby. Like, it's really exciting. So like, I kind of had to lie and pretend I was having a baby. It was, yeah. So I'm glad that that's finally out there. That was a really good story. What the hell? Thank you. Was there a rumor that was started that you're actually pregnant? Is that the- yeah, well, I started it myself. Oh. <laughs> um, okay, so... What do you think? You've already um, sort of hinted to this, uh, Michael, but how do you think audiences will react to the new episodes? Having seen a couple myself, I think you definitely deliver on the promise of it being an even better season, and the first one was extremely strong. So how do you think audiences are going to react? I, I think they're going to enjoy it. I Great. Mean, <laughs> that's, that's what we want, right? Surely no one part of the team wants to make something that people won't enjoy. So yeah, like, I just think... Um, Anyway, the storylines are good. Like, you know, we it's a lot more epic now. Like by going to Spain and Morocco, um, and also keeping it local, and everything that happens local is just big. You get? What I'm trying to say. I feel like we haven't lost the essence as well. Still very authentic, and that's what brings people to watch Top with the authenticity. So, I think we've really delivered on that front. So, I think people will really enjoy it, man. I mean, I'm still a big fan of it, and. I was a fan of it before, so hopefully everyone else is still a fan after this. I wanted to talk about the before, actually, because I wanted to know why each of you wanted to be a part of the series in the first place. Um, I'd quite like to hear from all of you um, about this. Uh, so, Michael, you're giving them the mic to Alain. Are you going to start, Alain? Yeah, I'll start. Okay, start. yeah. When the first, first Topway came out, I was quite young, so I didn't really understand it. However, my brother, who's here somewhere, I don't know where he is, but he's here somewhere, yeah, when he told me about it, he's like, yeah, this is a pretty big thing. And when I told him I have an audition for it, he was gassed. But I still didn't really understand it because it's not like my generation. So when I went for the audition and I started seeing all these people and I told him who I'm seeing, he's like, yeah, bro, like, this is a big thing. So then like, it just amped me more to be like, part of it. I want to be part of it. So yeah, I think for my family, oh, he's right there, he's right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I think just for my family and like them telling me like what it is, like the history of it, I think that's what like made me want to be part of it. Yeah, I mean, I've always been a fan of Top Boy. I never in my life met someone who isn't, to be honest, like ever. So when I saw the, the press release that it was coming back, I remember where I was. I was sat in the car with my friend and I was like, oh, I was like, I'm going to be in that. <laughs> she was like, go on then. And then I was like, oh. And then, the, and then the opportunity to audition came about for it. And I was like, wow. And then, yeah, just went from there. I mean, I went back in a few times, but it felt the more I went in for it, the more I was like so invested in, you know, being part of something amazing and incredible. And I think that this, it's always been a, like a wonderful show, but this time round, like the last season and this season, it's like the scale of it 
is just so much bigger and it's such an important thing to have in London to show because it covers so many social issues and yeah I think it's just a wonderful thing so yeah um, oh gosh um, just like everybody else been a massive massive fan of Top Boy since the day that it came out um, I was one of those kids that used to come running into school the next day like oh my god did you watch Top Boy last night like it was lit like proper stupidness and so yeah when I found out that Top Boy was coming back just like all of you I was super super over the moon so when Des Hamilton pulled me in for my auditions it was kind of like just grab the ball by the horns and run with it because this is my job and I'm taking it um, so yeah, down to my last audition, I accidentally dashed a chair clean across the room and just missed the window by like two inches. Um, and then shortly after that, found out that I booked the job and it was just an absolute dream come true, for real. Because what we do with Topway is that we talk about so many issues that we have that people just do not want to talk about because it's either too taboo, too scary or... Do you know what I mean? They're just kind of yeah. over it when the reality is is that it's in your face. So we need to talk about the nitty-gritty. We need to put it in people's faces and we need to humanise these young people. Very well said, very well said. And can you tell me a little bit about how... What was, the, what was your casting journey to get to the role? I'm quite interested in this for you, for the casting journey. Because um, you have all sort of alluded to when you got it and you were really excited, but what was the journey into getting casted, going for those auditions, etc.? Well, for me, I, at the time, I still have, but I had an agent. But um, I actually didn't hear about the audition through my agent. So I think the point I'm trying to make is that even if you have an agent or even if you don't have an agent, it doesn't mean that you can't audition for things. It doesn't mean that you can't be put in rooms for things that, for anything really, um, I actually happened to know, I was in the gym, and this girl, she was, I overheard her talking, be like, oh yeah, I've just started working for Des Hamilton, and I was like, hmm? And <laughs> and because I know that he got a top boy, so I was like, kind of like, hi babe, how are you? <laughs> and then I kind of got talked to her, I was like, yeah, so I act, um, I'd love to be in top boy. And then, she, you know, she took my details, and then yeah, she got me an audition for it, so, you know, just put yourself out there, I'd say. Like, you don't need to have an agent. That can come later. 100%. I'd just like to add, I want to second everything that Saffron said. Um, you don't necessarily have to be represented by anybody to be seen and to book a job. Um, when I found out about... Um, I was going to say Des Hamilton then, but yeah, when I found out about Top Boy, it was through Des Hamilton who casted for it. Um, I'd been auditioning with Des since the beginning of my acting career, and he just pulled me in for this role because Top Boy was really up my street. And like I said before, you just grab the ball by the horns and you run with it, and you kind of, you just have to be aware that you're going to get more no's than you are yeses in this industry, and that's just how it is. You're just going to have to take it on the chin and just... You win some, you lose some, and keep on moving. And when somebody tells you no, you don't take that no. You make yourself better, and you show them that you can be better. Do you know what I mean? And that's, that's what it's about. I think my story of how I like, found out about it is the like, craziest story ever. So I was in a barbershop one day with my friend, but I, I never go to this barbershop ever. Like. So I was in there um, waiting, and I'm seeing the barber do like a madness of someone's hair. It's like, I need to get out of here. But then my friend was like, hey, cool, let's just wait five minutes because he really needed a, like a trim. So we're waiting five minutes. 
Like, still no haircut. He said, okay, another five minutes. Now waiting. Like, okay, cool. Five minutes is over, we're leaving. So as, as soon as I'm leaving, um, a streetcaster comes with like a leaflet saying, oh, do you want to audition for Top Boy? At first I was thinking, hey, what are you lying for? But then after she's like, no, I'm being serious. Like, audition for Top Boy. I was like, cool. Then she took down my name, told me a location, and, location sorry, and a time and place to be. So at first I was thinking, I'm not going to go to this. This, can be, this could be like a setup. This is a bit iffy, dodgy. <laughs> I can understand then, why you thought that. Yeah. <laughs> but then I went to it and I saw Des. And I'm like, yeah, this is quite good. So yeah. For me, it was weird because obviously, yeah, I did have like an on-screen credit before Top Boy, but I was filming this kids show in Glasgow. Um, but I already done my first audition for Top Boy just before that. So I, I, was, I auditioned for Aaron, so my uh, middle brother on the show. That was my first audition. I went um, into the office with Des, and this was after uh, meeting my agent and telling him, like, you know, I'd love to be in something like Top Boy one day. So then they were kept looking out for this audition, looking out for this audition. I even remember one time, yeah, when someone told me they were auditioning for Top Boy, and I was like, no way. So then I messaged my head, I'm like, yo, what's going on? This was the only thing I told you I wanted to be involved in, whatever, whatever. And he was like, no, like, no, it's not, there's, there's no audition. If there was, we'd know about it. And then, lo and behold, that was, that was the case. So then, boom, got in with Dez. He enjoyed my audition. And then he was like to me at the end of that audition, like, practice on your improv, innit? So then after that, obviously I was getting a note, so I was like, raw. So that means this is over. So cool anyway, went to Glasgow to, you know, finish my show. Then I got a recall um, to recall for Aaron. So I've come back to London and everyone's there, the producers, the director, Reynaldo Marcus Green, um, and obviously Des. So then I've read the scenes again. And then at the end of it, obviously he, um, Ray knew that I was going to be leaving to go back to Glasgow to finish the show and then he was like yo like are you around um, for any time this week and I was like yeah like I can come back in tomorrow that's the only time I have and he was like yeah come back in tomorrow and read for the lead I was like cool but these times I already know Jamie's like a gangster in it like I'm thinking that ain't me so you know what I'll come and do the audition just so I can get a little certain in the show like if at least if I come and do a good job they will just put me anywhere do you get what I mean so I didn't think I could play Jamie. So I've come back in and I've just come in angry. You get what I'm trying to say? Because that was one of the scenes. And I remember how Des done it when I was being Aaron. So he obviously, I, that was my kind of indication of where Jamie's energy sat. So I've come in mad, just angry. Done the audition and Ray, Ray didn't actually do my um, second audition, but he'd obviously seen the tapes and that. And then he called me while I was in um, Glasgow finishing my show and was like, yo, would you like to be a part of Top Boy too? That was it. But yeah, it was just a mad um, journey because literally there was so many times where I thought it's over, it's over, it's over. I remember when I even left that um, audition. No, my chemistry read. Actually, I had to do a chemistry read of Ashley, um, Lisa and Kadeem. And I remember doing my chemistry read with Lisa and it went really well. Then I done my chemistry read with Kadeem and I thought, rah, like, we just looked ages apart because at the time I had to cut off my facial hair and stuff like that like now I had to cut off my facial hair and that, so I just looked a lot younger and then my audition with Ashley was good do you get what I'm saying but I just cried I left there and I was crying I was thinking bruv like I'm so close but it's so far do you get it and then after I left I didn't really know the process of like casting so at that point I didn't know that I was pretty much already there do you get what I'm trying to say I thought it was just kind of 
there, there was someone else reading for Jamie as well. But yeah, I, I'd done the chemistry read it and then apparently it went well. So then, yeah, the rest is history. Are you going to say apparently it went well when you... <laughs> Sorry, do you know you're in this show? Or... <laughs> it went very well, very inspirational, thank you. Uh, Sims, you didn't get a chance to answer that one, so I'm going to ask you this one. Many of you have talents outside of acting, Sims. You both. Um, how do you find the balance uh, between your acting and the other uh, passions and talents that you have outside of the show? Yeah, I think it's just, you know, trying to make space for things I'm super passionate about. I don't do anything that I'm not passionate about. I'm very much like everything I touch, I want to be a passion project because I care for it and I want to be able to commit myself and devote myself to the project. But I think just understanding that, you know, the, the thread between acting and, and music is, is the art of storytelling. And that's what I enjoy through my music. I have the space to tell my story. I have the space to, you know, talk about my thoughts and my feelings. I have the space to talk to you guys, really, you know what I mean? And you relay or you don't, or sometimes you just vibe out and it is what it is. But then also on the screen through acting, I'm representing, I'm telling someone else's story. I'm trying to get as close to the truth to that as possible. So I think for me anyway, that's what kind of um, draws me to the both. But just understanding that, yeah, I don't, I, I'm not into the, the art of like just doing things just to do them. I think everything is intention and I think you've got to do things because you want to and because you care for it and you love to do it. Um, and I think with that mentality, the balance just works itself out. You ain't even got to do too much for it. It just figures itself out. That was a good answer. Do you, any of you have anything else to add to that or I can move on? We don't do anything else, you see. <laughs> says model slash. I, listen. We all follow you on Instagram, Michael. Why are you laughing anyway? Shut up. <laughs> um, what advice, and you've already uh, spoken a little bit about this before, but I want to actually hold space properly for this. What advice would you give to those wanting to get into acting? You've already spoken about not letting things knock you down and things like that, but I just wanted to put it out there properly. Don't give up. It's <laughs> a good one. Um, yeah, I think, I mean, I'm 30 now, and I've been acting since I was 22. So that's an eight-year career that at times has been sparse where I've not worked at all. Um, I've done weeks, months, even a year without work, but I haven't ever given up. Um, so that's something to remember. Like, for some people, it can happen overnight. They can, you know, get a job on their first audition and that's amazing. And they're, they're looking back from that and that's congratulations to them. But that's not the reality of the industry. Like Jasmine said, you will get more no's than yeses in your entire career and that's a fact so you have to have the self-belief um the drive and the want and the hunger to, to carry on really um and also like believe in yourself as well back yourself and it can be really hard to do that sometimes like you know when you're getting all these no's like if you're passionate enough about something then yeah you can do it it will happen i'd say in terms of like progressing anyway it's just not that like basically finding a reason why do you get what I'm trying to say so like in my first year of acting before I auditioned for Top Boy so I was doing it a year and all I was doing was auditioning for like you know music videos short films and anything really any audition that came in I was doing it and for me that was my training but like in that time I realized that I wasn't a bad actor 
Do you get what I'm trying to say to you? But what was not allowing me to book the roles? And sometimes it's just a look. You gotta remember like when people are writing or whatever, they have an idea in their head um, of the energy of that person or whatever. And, and you might be the best actor, but your energy just doesn't sit. I'm not a casting director, so don't quote me on this. But what I've seen is even like being on the other side, like when I when we was auditioning Aaron Loyan and Hope, like there was two people auditioning for Hope, two people auditioning for Aaron Loyan, and it's like like you can just see straight away like those are my little brothers. Cause there's just something that they have, and the other actors are good, but there's just something that they have for the character that makes sense. So for me, it's just like always understanding why and not never letting um, the know, like what Saffron said, like get to you because it's not ever because you're bad. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Um, and I think by kind of building that understanding up within the first year, it allowed me to just go into an audition a lot more confident and just a lot more happy when I leave, do you get what I'm trying to say? Not stressing over like, oh, I'm not gonna get that. It's just, if it happens, it happens. If it don't, it don't. And either way, we're good, because God's got a better plan for me. Do you get what I'm saying? I feel for me, I want to second everything that Saf and Michael have said. But also, when it comes down to auditions and things like that, I know sometimes you'll see in castings, they'll say you don't necessarily need to be off page. You don't necessarily need to know your lines off by heart. But coming from somebody that has been told that, make sure you know it off by heart. I promise you, if you know your lines completely off by heart, you will be able to improvise, play about with that scene. You can come away from the script, do what you're doing and gravitate back to it and you'll be completely fine, you know? And if, for example, a perfect example is theatre. How many times has somebody slipped up in theatre and you have been completely none the wiser because they've improved around it and gravitated back to the script? That's exactly what you need to do. And I promise you, if you take that and everything else, you'll, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. I would say, like, not just for acting, but in life in general, whatever opportunity you get, take it and put 100% effort in it. Show that you want to be in that space because you never know what can happen. Like, before acting, I was playing football, but I had an opportunity in acting and, like, put 100% effort and I took my chance, so, yeah. And I think, sorry, just to mirror what everyone's saying as well, like, seek mentorship as well if you can. Like, don't be afraid to ask for help. Don't be afraid to reach out to people. Like, don't be afraid to, you know, just do what you can to, to talk, talk to people and, and gain a better understanding of what you're trying to get into and what you're trying to do. I think mentorship is something that's really helped me anyway, just having people, whether that's my peers, like my, my co-workers, people, other, older people in the industry that I can talk to, I can, you know what I mean, just gauge their feelings or pick their brains on certain things. I think having mentors is, is really important as well. Thank you, that was really great advice. Um, something you said actually, Saffron, really stuck with me because you're so right. When you see people successful, you think you don't see all of the years of hard work that's gone into the places that those people are. Then that's very, very true, very, very true. Um, what would you all like to do next? What kind of role would you guys want to do? What other things would you want to pick up? It's a big question, I understand, it's fine. <laughs> um, for me, I think I'm enjoying what I'm doing now, just working with great and amazingly talented people and just learning from them. That's another thing that I was going to say as well, just yearn to learn. Do you get what I'm saying? Because like, that's the only thing you can do. To progress, you have to keep learning and progressing anyway. But yeah, I just want to 
work with amazing and talented people and just keep learning from them. Um, I'd love to get into production one day and like produce stories that I want to be in or stories that I want to see. I think that's something that like, I'm very on at the moment as well. And um, yeah, man, just keep working. <laughs> yeah, um, which I'm excited about. For me, I would like to like be part of a movie or series um, about something to do with like the people of Africa, because like, there's many stories that hasn't that haven't been told, and like I just would like, love to be part of that and like share their stories, especially like um, Nigeria. Um, like there's so many tribes there that people don't know about. Like, and I want to be able to be part of that and tell like the stories of the, those tribes. I was just gonna say, I think it would be cool to do a biopic one day. Yeah, just further thinking dreams, but yeah. Manifesting it all, manifesting it all, what about you? Um, for me, um, I, I'm always one who says the sky isn't even the limit anymore. I personally feel that we can go beyond that. So honestly, I can say I do not know, but it's gonna be crazy, crazy exciting and it's never gonna stop. It's the never ending story in my world. Um, I try to not answer questions like that only because um, I feel like if you put too many expectations on yourself and then you don't match those expectations, it kind of can diminish all the other good things you've done. Um, so yeah, I would just like to continue to be on the trajectory that I am, be happy, be healthy mentally, look after myself and then see what comes from that. Yeah. I feel bad asking now. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a, that's a really good point. No, 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 it's fine, it's fine, someone. <laughs> um, okay, I'm going to ask one last question and then I'm going to open it up to questions. Um, and it's actually to do with something that you said. Um, obviously, there's, there are a lot of issues that are dealt with. Sorry, I keep picking up on what people have said. I'm listening, you know. What did I say now? <laughs> no, because what I want to ask is, there are a lot of issues that are dealt with in the show, as you mentioned. Um, and like so, so, so many that young people are dealing with. And I just wanted to ask, and anybody can pitch in and answer this, why you think it's important that those issues and those mindsets and those people in Top Boy are represented on screen? Well, it's extremely important because at the end of the day, there's always going to be somebody that you're going to be able to mirror that you see on that screen, you know? And if it's not yourself, it will be, like Sim said earlier, it would be like your cousin or your auntie or a brother or something like that, that will, you will, they will mirror that character. And there's, there's so many things that you see that these characters are going through that you see in an everyday life, you know? Um, down to homophobic attacks, gentrification, um, domestic abuse, racism, you know, the, the list goes on. So it's, it's very, very important to talk about these subjects and talk about the situations that these young people go through within these subjects or issues, so to speak, because it brings it to light and hopefully might give somebody the opportunity to think, do you know what, this isn't the life for me and maybe I need to do something about it to get out of that situation, you know? Smashed it. Tried a bit yeah, waffled yeah, a little bit. No, 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 you did it. Sorry. Right, <laughs> I was proud of you. Um, okay, I'm gonna open up the floor. Did you want to add to that, Michael? You sure? Okay. No, no, really. Did I actually cut you off? I did, didn't I? Anyway, we move on. Uh, questions. <laughs> 
hello. <clears throat> um, my question is for Sims. Um, you mentioned that you wanted to do a biopic, and I was wondering who you saw yourself playing or who you can imagine playing the role of. Um, maybe like a young Lauren, Ooh. Lauren Hill, maybe. Yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah, maybe. Hi, guys. Um, uh, one question for Sims, actually, because uh, obviously your character, obviously single mother, and that's, you know, the crux of it. And obviously, as most of us know, Sims fans, obviously you take every moment to put your mother on a pedestal. Um, did, was there any, I guess, like, uh, conversations between you and your mother in terms of, like, researching for that particular role and getting into that? And for the other guys, I'll add as well. Michael, you mentioned uh, briefly about, like, finding your why, so to speak. Why, what is your, what is your guys' why as pertains to not just being an actor, but just being a creative person? My reason standing right there with earpods and two braids. That's my reason. <laughs> so your sister, she's not even taking yeah, you in. She's in, a, she's in her own little world, but that's, that's, that's my reason of why I do what I do. Sorry to take that away from you guys. Yeah, for me, my why is, I don't know, I'm constantly trying to find this and kind of, you know, switch it up a bit as I go. But I feel like I just come from a place where there's not really been a, a lot of opportunity, like Araloyan says. So when you get that opportunity, you got to take it. So I just want to maximize the opportunity for my people. I think that's my biggest why at the moment anyway, because I feel like there is a lot of opportunities coming and there have been a lot of lot of opportunities but a lot of us just feel like they're not there so we don't seek them um, and I mentioned this in my BAFTA speech as well it's like we have to seek those opportunities because they're not going to get given to us really and truly so we have to look for ourselves and then and you know the more and more that we do what we're doing in the industry as well it will open up doors for more and more people so yeah I feel like that's that's definitely my why I just keep opening opportunities and it doesn't even have to be just as actors I was saying this earlier as well, like there's so many roles on a set, you get what I'm trying to say, there's lighting, costume, makeup, um, you know, security, you get what I'm saying, and there's space for all of us to walk through, but you won't know that until you go on a set. I was just going to answer this question, so I was just going to answer your question about um, the, you said me speaking to my mum about my role, to be honest it was more like my childhood friends, like I know, I literally know a Shelley that single parent, you know, working as a mobile beautician, like literally, so just having conversations with my peers and people that are really living that life in order for me to make sure I'm representing her story the best way I can because I, I know, like I said, I know a Shelley. And my why, I think, my why has always been because of love, because I love what I do and I'm passionate about what I do. But I realise now, I'm, right now I'm living my childhood dream, right? And I think as an adult, I'm working out what my adult dreams are. So I think, I say that to say like, it's okay for the goalpost to shift. It's okay for you not to stay in your lane, you know what I mean? It's okay for you to try different things and be like, yeah, cool, 10 years ago, I may have never done that, but now I'm in a space where I actually want to 
try photography and I want to get into that space and that's cool and why because I love it and I want to you know so I think not being afraid to like step outside your comfort zone and just because someone says oh but no one's ever done that so like I want to be the first I want to try it you know I would say my why is literally my mum everything I do in this life like now one is for her so because raising four kids by yourself is not easy especially in Hackney so I want to make sure I make her proud. Like anything I do, put 100% effort because even with football, she's supporting me, acting, she's supporting me. And even even though some things she does, I don't understand it, but I know it's to help me. So literally, I just want to help my mom and make sure she's proud. Thank you, everyone. Thank you to the cast. Let's give them another round of applause. Crack. Audio.